Good morning, everybody. You're tuning in to the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Wednesday, April 26th, and I'm your host, Sonnet Hines, reporting for CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. For our first story of the day, the Ontario Nursing Union wants more money for their workers. Then, post-secondary education is no longer needed to join the police force. After, Canadian North gets approval to reduce flights in northern communities. So with all this news, let's get started. A new survey is showing that Ontario nurses are considering leaving their jobs, but increasing their pay could stop this trend. Pam Parks, a registered nurse, said many people are walking away from the job, retiring early, or leaving due to burnout. She said they are at work and they're breaking down. The lunchroom, the change room, people are crying. The observation was reflected in a survey done by QP by telephone where they asked over a thousand registered practical nurses questions, according to CBC News. Over 81% of participants reported high stress. Almost two-thirds said they had difficulty sleeping, and over half reported sadness. To add on, three out of four people who completed the survey said an increase in wage of $35 an hour would make them stay in the profession. Dave Virch, vice president of CUPE's Ontario Council of Hospital Workers, said nurses currently make $31.18 an hour. The union will have an opportunity in May to reopen the option of potentially having a wage increase. Ontario is now getting rid of the post-secondary education requirement to join the police force. This was done along with other changes to increase police recruitment. The government announced these changes on Tuesday. Premier Doug Ford said, We need more police officers on our streets, more boots on the ground. Ford has heard from police chiefs about increases in crimes like auto theft, break and enters, and random acts of violence. With everything that's occurring, they're having a difficult time with recruiting people. Ford said he will bring in legislation to make a high school diploma the equivalent of sufficient education for the job, according to CBC News. The province will also cover the full cost of basic constable training that costs $15,450. The training takes three months to complete at the Ontario Police College. Toronto Police Chief Myron Demqui said the Toronto Police Service is having trouble keeping up with the growth of the city. He said, Like police services across Canada, we are working hard to recruit, select, hire, and train new police constables. But this takes time and there are often barriers to getting new officers deployed and on the road.
The NDP has expressed some concerns with the change in requirements. NDP leader Merritt Stiles said this watering down of education is concerning. She said, What I hear from community and from frontline officers themselves is that they want more support and more training, that they have a very difficult job and they require a lot of skills, including critical thinking to do their jobs properly. The Canadian North got approval to reduce flights in northern communities. Recently, the federal government signed an agreement allowing the airline to reduce flights to that area to as little as one flight a week. The changes were announced in a press release where they are also a where they are also hiking passenger and cargo prices by 25%. This could cause issues for northerners, especially Nunavut, because the airline is the only commercial passenger airline. The Federal Com- Competition Bureau said the lack of competition could cause price increases, reduce spots on flights, and fewer flights overall. Canadian North will make changes if demand for a specific route ramps up, according to CBC News. The underlying reason for these changes point back to the pandemic, but they did not elaborate as to how the airlines still face issues. Northern Affairs Minister Dan Vandal said, These were challenging times post-COVID. We realized the importance was for the airlines to remain financially viable and sustainable. Dennis Patterson, Nunavut senator, said this development was shocking. He questioned if Transport Canada looked at other options before hiking up prices. Patterson said, It's really disconcerting when we don't know the financial situation of the airline. And there was no voice for none of it in these no- negotiations. I was in the Kiltamoet last month, and there are grave concerns there about reductions in air service when it's our only link to the rest of Canada and our communities. This is a very shocking, disturbing announcement. Patterson was also not very happy that they did not consult with none of its stakeholders before the government signed off on changes. That is all with top stories. Here's Layla. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Pausing for Self-Care with Layla Taki. Each week, I'm going to bring a tip for you to take a break and practice some self-care. Although we are still facing some winter days, spring is already here and it is time to make some spring plants. One of those should definitely be the cherry blossoms at High Park in Toronto. This is one of the best experiences if you are one of those people who enjoy posting nice pictures on Instagram. It won't take much time for the park to become a floral wonderland full of pink petals. The first blossom update was released on March 21st by the High Park Nature Center. According to their website, 
Hyde Park's cherry blossoms are still firmly closed in small brown buds. We are still waiting for nature to provide us with warm and sunny days to help the bloom along. But you can keep checking for updates because the peak bloom when 70% or more of the flowers are open only lasts about a week and usually takes place in late April to early May. Last year, peak bloom occurred around May 5th. The High Park Nature Center will bring regular updates every few days, but you can also call the Cherry Blossom hotline and ask for bloom predictions. I know it can be a little stressful having to keep checking for updates, but I assure you it's worth it. According to the blog, in general, the buds do seem to be plentiful and healthy overall on the trees, which are good signs of a nice bloom to be expected this year. There are other places where you can enjoy the cherry blossoms, but for sure High Park is one of the best. And pet lovers, High Park is also a good place for your pet to exercise and have fun, so definitely this is a good tip for a spring day. So, as per a homework, keep an eye on the High Park Nature Center's website and social media platforms for more bloom updates. And this is all for today. I will be back next week for some more tips for you to take a break and pause for self-care. This is Leila Takei from CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. Thank you for listening. It is time to wrap up today's newscast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next Wednesday with some more news at Morning Mixtape. But until then, tune in tomorrow. It's CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Sonnet Hines. Thanks for listening.